Gutter Trash is a proud member of the Comics Podcast Network. Get a trash and my personal hell. <laughs> my name is Eric. And I'm Jason. Episode 59 Concrete Strange Armor. Woohoo! Yeah, how are you? I'm sick. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, me too. <laughs> Probably for different reasons. Yeah. yeah. Mine's all physical. Mine is all mental. Together? Together we are an invalid. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't know what it is. Uh, got up, felt okay. Uh, walked my dog, had a bowl of cereal, and a piece of veggie sausage. Uh, started cleaning my room. And while I was cleaning my room, my stomach started... Like, it feels like it's all twisted up by a hand made out of knives. It's uh, uncomfortable. Uh-huh. Uncomfortable. Un- uncomfortable. I, I think I missed a syllable. So. I think you added like really? seventeen of them in there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've uh, yeah, uh, usual crap. You know it. I've bitched about it before. You may be able to hear them today. Who knows? <laughs> it is quite loud. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I've, uh, well, let's see. I went to bed today at about 7.30 a.m. And, uh, almost as soon as I, just, just on the edge of sleep, uh, they woke up to get ready for whatever they do on Sunday mornings that early in the morning. Um, I'm gonna assume church. I don't know. Right. Uh, do you think that being the gigantic assholes that they are, God would smite them? But whatever. This is why I'm not a religious man. <laughs> so they, uh, they, they left. They left, soon. and I had, you know, about four hours of sleep uh, when they came back with a herd of elephants, screaming children, screaming adults, bad hip-hop, and hammers. <laughs> MC Hammer? Bad hip-hop? You covered that twice. Uh, no, no, just regular hammers. Just okay. Maybe Hammer was hammering. Oh, because you know what else is he doing? <laughs> yeah, right. he's got he's got he's got to earn his living somewhere. Right. <laughs> and it sure ain't through uh, entertainment business. Oh, does he have a show? Uh, he does. Okay, um, I think you mentioned that. Uh, I did, but I cut it out of the episode. Oh, okay. Uh, back when I had my uh, tooth pulled, <clears throat> I had a wisdom tooth uh, go bad, and uh, was in the emergency dentist office and they pulled it and while I was uh, there for the three hours or whatever uh, there was a Hammer Time Marathon which is his reality show. Hammer Time? Hammer Time. Wow. And like they probably had an entire like meeting to figure out the title of that show. Oh, I'm sure. And it end, probably even changed yeah. like three times. They're like, no, no, we're. I think we're still going with uh, Hammer Time. <laughs> That's horrible. Ah, 
New Year. Oh, yeah, this is to our first, uh, first show of the year. To all of our listeners. Yeah, Happy New Year, fellas and ladies. And 2010, the year we make contact. Yeah. I will make that joke until 12.31.10, <laughs> or unless we make contact. Oh, wow. 12.31.10. Okay. I was thinking, 31st. I was thinking in like 2000. 2000. I was thinking in 2012. I was like, what? You're like... I'll make con- I'll make that joke until the day we actually all die in a fiery uh, summit of from the Earth's core. Oh, you mean 2012? 2012. 2012. 12. Is that what it is? I believe so. The twenty first or the twenty second? Well, that's important. That's an entire day of our life. Yeah. Lives. Lives. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited though about twenty ten. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be the year. See, we make contact. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, <laughs> this is going to be the year for all sorts of things. I think. Really? I think it's. I think it's going to be big. Uh, big in a good way or big in a bad way? As long as it's big, I don't care. <laughs> go big or go home. Yeah, good or bad. <laughs> so, do you think we'll, we will make contact? Do you think it's inevitable? Uh, no. Um, as much as I want to. Uh, like like the X-Files, I want to believe. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that's ever going to happen. Mm. Just like there is no God, there are no aliens. Well. <clears throat> hmm. Interesting. Interesting. It'd be nice if there were both of those things. Mm-hmm. But there aren't. Or even just one. Eh, both. Mm-hmm. If there's one, there's got to be the other. Wow. Well, that's exciting. Uh-huh. Deep. In the most superficial way possible. That was deep. <laughs> I uh, I don't know that I've seen aliens, but I have seen... I was driving along uh, years ago down uh, Wilmington Pike late at night, and uh, and I saw this... I mean, this is like 2 in the morning, and uh, I was driving down the road, and I look up and I see this, like, you know, craft, you know, like some sort of... You know, uh-huh. airplane or jet right. or whatever, just going along. I was like, "Oh, that's neat." And I, like as I drive, I realize like I'm gaining on it, which doesn't seem right because I, it's it's not like a little dot in the sky with like right. a trail of you know jet stream. It's it's like you know, you know up there, like you see a plane going over. Yeah. And uh, and as I get like nearer and nearer, I'm like I'm I'm literally gaining on this thing. And I look up, and eventually it's like directly above me. Like, I've, like, caught up with it. Right. And I'm driving, like, 35, 40 tops. And I was like, that doesn't seem right. And then, so I, like, freak out. And uh, I'm like, oh, my God, it's an alien. And then, <laughs> and so I, like, turn down a side street. And uh, and, I, and I watch it, like, go along. I mean, all I can see is that it's, you know, a you know, jet or something with a light on it. I can't really tell the shape of it. And, uh... And I watch it, and it, like, goes, you know, like, west for a while. And then, like, all of a sudden, it, like, starts going, like, east for a while. But I can't hear anything, because it's... There's no, like, helicopter blades. And then, so I'm, like, freaked out, right? And I, I watch it for, like, 15 minutes. And then I drive home to my apartment. And then, I, like, I look out my window in my apartment. I can still see it. Or, you know, a light. I think it's the same one. And I watch it for a, a while, and then and I just, like... It's just always there, but it's it never like exits the horizon, and uh, and then uh, and then I just went to bed. But I was like, was that a was that a spacecraft or like a army vehicle they were testing? It was a hot air balloon. Could have been a hot air balloon. Yeah, with a light on it. Right. 
But like at two in the morning, though. A lot of uh, balloonists are crazy. That's true. (laughs) Sorry, I threw down my headphones in a fit of disgust. Right. Uh, Not to your story, but because of uh, the assholes above me (laughs) are, I don't know, beating someone to death. Yeah. And uh, it's really loud in the headphones. It's annoying without them, but uh, even more annoying with them, because it's amplified. As I can hear it. And in my head. Right, right. Surrounding your eardrums. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, so maybe there are aliens. Um, I would like to hope that there are, yeah. but I don't think that there are. I read a comic recently where there were some aliens. Uh, way too early to segue. Oh, really? Eh, okay. I don't this like a minute. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought my alien story was uh, like 20 minutes long. Uh, it just felt like excruciatingly painful. Well, let's fucking talk about the goddamn comic then. So I got nothing to say other than just bitching about my neighbors, so. Uh-oh. We, we gotta wrap up to just bullshit about things. Right, yeah, let's do it. Oh, yeah. Strange Armor, Concrete, Paul Chadwick, Dark Horse, 1997-98. Wow. Is it? Somewhere in there? Yeah, it seems like it. Late 90s. Uh, yeah, yeah. The last issue, definitely 98, because uh, he eulogizes Archie Goodwin in his uh, letter. Oh, yeah. That's right. Archie Goodwin. He was a good one. Archie Goodwin. Goodwin. Yeah. Win. I know. I was trying to make a joke about you the man's death. You failed. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, so, yeah. Thanks, first. everybody. Good night. <laughs> this this was not the first concrete you read, right? This is the first concrete that I have read. Uh, didn't you read some of the short stories or something? Nope. Like in the newspaper? Nope. Dark Horse newspaper? Nope. Really? Nope. Never. Never. Wow. Yep. Why is that? Uh, Skipped over them. Yeah. Hmm. Probably pretty much only read the Madman and, and those. Oh, really? Yep. Okay. No Usagi or whatever else nope. was in there? Okay. I do not care for Dark Horse. They can take their Star Wars comics and shove them up their ass. And their and their aliens and their and predators. their aliens and their predators and their... Robocops uh, and Terminators. Uh, they didn't really do the Robocop too much. They just uh, did the one. Yeah, at least Robo a couple. Terminator. I think they did an actual they did Robocop. The, maybe Robocop Terminator? No. Uh, is that what you're thinking of? Robocop Terminator? I, I think they did an actual Robocop series. Really? Pretty sure. Yeah, Pretty sure. It was mostly Marvel, I think. Yeah, yeah. Avatar did some. Yeah, yeah. yeah Those are much newer. Dynamite has it now. Wow. And they are dynamite they over are there. indeed. Dark Horse still latching on to the uh, Star Wars. Aliens, Predator, and Star Wars. Star Wars is probably what's kept them in business. So. Oh, I'm sure. Which is good. Hellboy. Yeah. But, I mean, they probably wouldn't John have lasted. John Burns next for sure. <laughs> they wouldn't have lasted long enough to the Hellboy if it wasn't for the Star Wars. Yeah, yeah most likely. So. And, of course, I'm sure the Aliens and the Predator. When, when, the, when that was big. When that was big, yeah. For, like, a two-year span. You know, it is kind of a, a thing. I think Image has to be one of the only major independent companies that never started out as being like a licensor. Oh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so we got uh, Dark Horse, you know, started the whole thing with, uh, you know, Aliens, Predator, Terminator. And then, like, now we have Dynamite and Boom. Right. And they both have, like, you know, major licenses that they, you know, exploit. And fuck you, people. Fuck you. Fuck you all. Fuck you all. Fuck you all. Fuck you all. Uh, fuck you all. Not, not the listener. Not, not the listener. Not Dark Horse. Not Dynamite. Not Boom. 
not licensed <laughs> your, comics. Your neighbors just walked by the window for yes. those that who can't see this, which is everyone except yeah. for me. And you. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're here to prove that I am not entirely crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Not entirely. Not entirely. Does IDW, do they do license? IDW work? does, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think so. They've yeah. got uh, the G.I. Joe and Transformers. Mm, that's right, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it seems to be like, you know, one of those uh, things if you want to become uh, like, um, uh, at least a worthwhile competitor that would last, mm-hmm. you know, against uh, a Marvel or a DC, then... Yeah. Grab up some licenses. Maybe BioWare should pick up like the Get Along Gang comics or something. There you go. Or maybe like a uh, uh, what? What's a good uh, uh, like a sci-fi '80s thing? Oh, Short Circuit, the comics. Oh wow! That's what we'll do. I would totally buy that. <laughs> well, you'd probably, not, not just because you would be doing it. I was say you'd probably be working on it. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, I'd you'd be doing all the scanning. Yeah, yeah, yeah you'd yeah. get a free copy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we'll talk about that later, too. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so, uh, I think, yeah, it, it start out with a bunch of licenses, and then you can start putting out, you know, little quirky things, like a, like like a, a concrete. Or a madman. Or a madman. 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 Man. Started at Tundra, though, I believe. Yes, yeah. did. Yeah. Which, yeah. did no licensing, but they're not around anymore. No, they are not. Proving your point. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, uh, a lot of, uh, like, you know, creator owned indie books from the 80s, like, jumped around to different companies. Oh, yeah. Grendel. Flaming Carrot. Flaming Carrots, uh, uh, Thor. Thor. <laughs> X Men. Yeah, yeah. Spider Man, Batman, Superman. I think. Yeah, they all just jumped around. Those, those were all originally Valiant books, I believe. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the better ones. Yeah. That and Eternal Warrior. They've uh, shown their, their worth by persevering through the, through the decades. Yep. Hmm. Well, when you got a Barry Windsor Smith working on it, how can it not last? Oh, wow. That's too bad. He was good. He was very good. Archer and Armstrong. Yeah. Wow. <sighs> Pretty to look at. Never read them, though. The same here. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway. All right. When I was just a wee lad. Mm. Uh, you were visited by aliens as well? Uh, yes. But that's besides the point. It's not this story that okay. I'm telling. <laughs> that is the first time I had anal sex. Right. Well. Well, I guess probe, whatever. Yeah. I got off. It's all that matters. <laughs> I was ten. Something was in your ass, and you came. Yeah, That's right, the important right. part of the story. All right. okay. And it was a little kid. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's all the details you need. <laughs> it's more than the, the, right, the yeah. details you need. All right. It may be illegal to actually talk about stuff like that. Probably. Anyway. When you were a wee, wee lad. <laughs> when I was a wee lad and just getting into comic books, the, the funny books, if you will. Mm-hmm. Oh, I will. Um... I had a friend who would always order uh, books from uh, American Entertainment. I don't know that one. They were a mail order company. I believe they are now known as Diamond. Mm, I've heard of that one. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, could be mistaken, but I think uh, like they absorbed Diamond distribution at some point. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but no, they were, they were just a mail order a subscription company and you'd get it in a catalog in the mail and 
they'd have like you know a shit ton of uh, back issues and trade paperbacks and graphic novels. Really, it was all comics. Yeah, and, wow. Uh, a little merchandise too, you know, comic related merchandise. It just got creepily dark in here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the sun went down at 2.45 in the afternoon <laughs> in Dayton, Ohio. We just made contact. Wow. They're above us. Fantastic. They're back. to wait four days. All I had to Excellent. do... See, I told that story and they heard me and they left their Neptunian base. <laughs> Neptunian? Is that a word? Uh, sure. Okay. Yeah. Well, they're here. Let's just finish this up before right. we get assimilated into the stratosphere. Right. Uh... But no, so yeah, I would get these catalogs, or my friend would get these catalogs, and he'd always, you know, give it to me, and like, hey, whatever you want to order, and you know, I'd fill it out. This is before I had heard of a Mavericks or a uh, Bookery Fantasy or anything of the such. Bookie Parlor. Bookie, yeah. yeah. I had a lot of raves about the Bookie Parlor, but I never found the appeal. I loved it. I know you did. First comic shop I ever went to. Well, I'm sure you did. But I'm sorry. I, I, I went there eventually, and I bought a bunch of shit, but you know, mm-hmm. that's because they were going out of business and selling all their inventory. Really cheap, probably. Right. Uh, but anyway, so like, my friend would get these catalogs, and you know, he'd give it to me so I could you know, order you know, like the Wolverine trade paperback by Chris Claremont and Frank Miller. Ooh, something that I classy. remember ordering from that. Uh, you know, and I'd like... I'd, I'd get into, you know, sort of that fan frenzy... Or, like, I'm sure you've done it before, going through, like, you know, the Diamond catalog. Oh, yeah. You're just like, well, that looks awesome. And this and this. Yeah, yeah. But I always remember seeing, like, outside of, like, the Marvel and DC stuff, you know, I would see The Tick. I would see, like, Troubles with, uh, Trouble with Girls. Dinosaurs for Hire. Dinosaurs for Hire. Cadillacs and Dinosaurs. Wow. A, uh, you know, your journey. Star Wars and... Your aliens and predator tra- uh, stuff. Uh, what was some journey something? Journey. Was Never saw any of this. Yeah, that's the uh, Sam Keith. Mister William Mister. Yeah, William Mister. Yeah, they're almost the same guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um. Uh, God. American else flag. Was yeah. Huh? American flag. American flag. Yeah, Grendel. You know, uh, all the uh, the big things, and one of the ones that I always remember was concrete. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And I had no idea what it was about, and I never had any interest. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why you, you, you heard about it from way back, and you were just like, eh. Yeah, so you, Like, nobody was like, hey, you should check out this book. You are the first person who I know who has ever read it or okay. recommended it. <laughs> I, You know, before, before we even find out what you think of this book, I want to say it. I am baffled that it's like no one ever says like, oh, hey, do you have any concrete books? I've never, I've worked at Mavericks for 18 years. I've never had a single person asked. Um, I've recommended it to a couple people and one of them like really dug it. And like, then he bought some more and the, like, he was like, hey, can you order me this one or whatever? But it's one of those books that this guy has been doing it for a long, long time. And it just seems like, yeah, like 85 ish, I think. And it seems like, I know he was in the first issue of dark horse presents concrete was, and it seems like nobody, either nobody really cares or like, they just look at it like, Oh, it looks like the thing. And then they just don't read it. Right. I don't know why. I think, uh, even as a kid, 
despite the fact that you know, he looks like you know a giant rock monster or whatever. Uh, I think I even could tell then that you know it wasn't a superhero action thing, right? You know, and then of course you know I mean, I'm looking through the catalog, I see big rock monster, and I read the description, and it's like you know. Speech writer Ron Lithgow gets transported into an alien rock body. That doesn't sound interesting at all. <laughs> He's a speech writer. Right. And he sounds like John Lithgow. Yeah. That's where he got the name. But not nearly as awesome. Yeah. Because no. at that point, you know, I, I had no John Lithgow from uh, Buckaroo Banzai or a... Uh, uh, Raising Cane. Raising Cane, maybe. A, uh, 2010, the year we make contact. Um, there's another sci fi movie or sci fi suspense thing. With Lithgow? Yeah, I guess something about a kid building a nuclear warhead. Daryl? No. no. Uh, like, I don't want to say, like, the Manhattan Project. Oh, or really? Or the Philadelphia Experiment. One of those two. It was a city and a word. <laughs> and it was sciency. Yeah, right. <laughs> it, it, it wasn't the Boise Bunsen burner? Uh, That'd be pretty maybe? Good. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so, I mean, yeah, just as uh, I'm a kid growing up and, you know, I read about concrete, I'm like, yeah, it just doesn't appeal to me at all. Here. Right, right. And then there's just sort of one of those things that even as I grew up and my tastes, you know, developed and changed and everything like that, I just always escaped, you know? Just, right. Yeah, you know, like I never thought about it. I never... I, like, like if you ignore something so long, it becomes a, like, oh, there's that thing I don't read. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. It just becomes sort of the background. You know? Yeah. Like uh, the constant, like, oh, I've never read concrete. Oh, no interest. Why start now? Right, right. right. Yeah. <laughs> And again, you are the only person who has ever mentioned it right. <laughs> in any kind of conversation. Oh, yeah, that's what I want. I, I started off by saying, before you say what you right, thought right, of it, right. I also wanted to say, like, yeah, no one's ever, like, asked about it or whatever. I think, for me, I think it's one of the most underrated comics that is out there, just because, I mean, it's not, I don't think it's in my top three, top five, maybe, even mm-hmm. favorites, but it's, like, up there. I like it a lot. And it and it like baffles me that you know, I don't I don't care that nobody else loves it or like they're not all wearing their concrete t shirts and headbands. <laughs> but I'm just surprised that no one even mentions it. It's not on a single file we have, like right. I just I don't, it just baffles well, me. Well to be fair, it also hasn't come out in eleven years. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's that might be part of the reason I don't hear about it so much, but but I mean I, I was I was working at, I was working there when like the last like probably four different miniseries right. came out and you know, we struggled to sell like five copies of them and yeah. I'm just like, What? This is so weird. <laughs> so anyway. So what do you think? Uh, I enjoyed it quite yeah. a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah. Uh it's uh very understated. Yeah. And I think that is like fifty percent of the appeal to me. Right. That, that that it is about a giant alien rock monster, <clears throat> yet somehow retains subtlety. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Paul Chadwick is. Uh, I'd have to say this is the first thing I've ever read by him at all. No. No. 
Uh, he drew the Doctor Strange miniseries uh, that came out from Marvel Knights in oh, wow. early two thousand. I never read like Tony Harris started drawing it, and then like he finished it. He finished it. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, he did a comic called The World Below. Do you remember that? It was Dark Horse. It was like a weird sci-fi pulpy kind of thing. Was that drawn by? Was that drawn by him? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I, uh, I don't know. He did some Matrix comics. He did some oh, work yeah. on uh, the Matrix films. Yeah. Matrix. Matrix. Matrices. Matrices. <laughs> but yeah, this is his largest body of work. Because right. he's done like... And his most personal, it seems. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, like some of the characters look like him and his friends. And, you know, like right. he based like the design on... Like their names and things on people that people he that he respects. Right, right. Right, right. So yeah, it seems like yeah, like you said, it's his probably his most personal thing. Yeah. Uh, he's uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. It was very understated. Uh, I love the art. Mm-hmm. Uh, not amazing, but uh, like I've always not a fan of, but. The style has always appealed to me, that of like uh, Charles Vess and uh, uh, William Kaluta. Right, and I think Paul Chadwick really fits into that you know, yeah. frame of artwork. <clears throat> yeah, it's like kind of poetic, yeah. sort of like it, like it's real wispy and wispy. I think is yeah. a great way to describe that style. Mm. Yeah. yeah, he's a good storyteller too. Oh yeah, and he does like a lot of design experiments with the page layouts. Yeah, I love but- that. You know, not overpowering. Yeah, there's like maybe maybe one or two per issue where it's it's almost like uh, what's that? What's like Mucha Alfonso Mucha? What's that style called? New uh, Nouveau Art Nouveau? Yeah. Like it sort of has that like ornate like right panel border mirror image right, like kind right, of thing going yeah. on. Yeah, um, yeah, and this one is his origin story, which is like the. It's like the fifth concrete book or the sixth concrete book or something. Is this the last one that ever came out? I think there was one after this. I one think. after that? Yeah. Okay. But, uh, but yeah, he, he told like a short origin story in one of the like Dark Horse Presents or something. Okay. It was like maybe like five pages or something. So the very first concrete series, he's already fully immersed yeah, into that. Okay. Exactly, yeah. I thought this one would be a good one to start with because you see where you came. I mean, it's kind of cool that they just throw you in there and you're like, right. you know, you're like, what is this? This is interesting. Why is he doing this? But, right. but, like, I always wanted the origin story when I was reading those other ones. Okay. And uh, and then yeah, I'm glad he he fleshed it out and like, you know, give it give it some meat. Yeah. Um, I was okay. I'm glad that you you told me that because I was afraid that. Uh, it was going to be one of those things where, like, he told, you know, the origin story, and then, like, he decided to do this to flush it out, you know, as a five-issue miniseries, and just be really self-indulgent. Oh, right, Yeah, right. like, I thought maybe he already did do, like, a previously, like, well-defined origin. Right. And then this is just, like, you know, the, the ultimate version of it, you know? Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Like, the modernized. Right, right, yeah. Like, he's all hip. He's like a hip speech writer now. Right, right, His right. hair is cooler. <laughs> no, yeah, uh, yeah. It's sort of like one of those. Like I think he said 
I read somewhere, I don't know if it was in, because every issue of this, we read the single issues and they have right. some sort of author's note. I don't know if it was in the back of one of these or something else. He says, like, he thought of it as kind of like, you know, reading, you know, like a James Bond or Sherlock Holmes character where he just wanted to start you off, like, in the middle of this character's, like, existence and right. without, you know, sort of seeing how he got to that point. But so many people wrote in and they're like, I'd really like to see how he got to that point. Right. That, you know, he, he decided to do strange armor to satisfy us. Uh, I didn't nerds. Write, I didn't write in, but I thought, I mean, like, maybe, maybe, you know, maybe his, maybe when I was driving down that road, Paul Chadwick was in that spacecraft above my head, <laughs> and he, like, probed my mind and was like, oh, he wants to read an origin story for concrete. <laughs> he marks it down a tally. <laughs> That's what he was doing. He was going around the country, like, yeah, probing like minds. Yeah, going east and west. Yeah. <laughs> He didn't. He didn't have to stay too long in Dayton, Ohio, because there's only four people that read his book. <laughs> you, your brother, yeah, uh, <laughs> the guy that I turned on to it, yeah, and then I don't know somebody in Fairborn. Dead air. You, you're you're better at uh, sort of nutshelling the stories than me. I just kind of randomly pick parts that I like, and if someone's never read Concrete, maybe you should uh, give a quick right. summarization. Uh, main character is Ron Lithgow. Uh, he's a speechwriter for a senator. He's very meek, shy, very very much in his own head. One of his friends convinces him uh, after his divorce that uh, they should go on a road trip, go camping. Uh, go spelunking. Spelunking. I love that word. Yeah, it's a good word. <laughs> uh, like skin diving. Ooh, that's sexy. Yeah. So they go spelunking, uh, they basically wind up in the middle of an alien spacecraft where they are captured and then experimented on, and both of them transformed, or tra- their brains transplanted into giant alien rock bodies. Oh, I, I mean, interject real quick. I love that scene when this is happening where they look up and they see the aliens are walking around in their bodies. Right. Because they've put their brains and they're like, they're just like doing stuff and like bumping into right. walls and they're like, they're, they're like, they're Breaking fucking our bodies. bodies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they, and I, and I think even like, I'm sorry, I'm interjecting. No, yeah. They even, uh, I love the line where he says, uh, he, he says, they call it permanent rape he's like they're permanently raping us right because they're like in our bodies forever yeah i was like wow that's pretty heavy yeah i'm sorry no go for it uh yeah so they uh they uh the the friend has pretty much lost his shit yeah yeah his mind is gone yeah uh ron finds some sort of inner strength Pushes through, uh, manages to cobble together an escape plan. Uh, they wind up killing a few of the aliens uh, in the process. With their own weapons. With their own weapons. They escape, but his friend does not make it. And they sort of don't really... Like, they see... You see, like, a piece of his arm fly off or something. Right. But you never really see his body. I wondered... You know, like, it's a comic book, so I wondered... I was like, is he coming back sometime? Right, yeah. No, I think, uh... Cause, yeah, because it's weird, because they, they're about to escape, and, like, one of the alien captors shoots off the guy's arm, and you think, oh, fuck, you know, but, you know, he's okay, and then they make the jump, and then, I guess, after that point, uh, like, when 
Ron is in the water. There, they jump into a lake. You see other bits and pieces of oh, okay. his friend. Okay, like you see, like his foot float behind. But what if it's somebody else's foot? Dun dun dun! Oh, uh, well, too bad. Paul Chadwick has apparently decided never to work on this <laughs> yeah, again. So. Damn it! Uh, he does. Uh, it, it's kind of uh, lame, but he does uh, make a point to sort of say that, well, looks like the aliens are never coming back again. Yeah. To yeah. pretty much avoid that ever happening. <laughs> you're like, I have a feeling they're not coming back. Yeah. And you're like, okay, why? What do you think about? Yeah. <laughs> so Rod makes his escape to uh, civilization, freaks out the normies. Mm-hmm. Uh, a la Terminator uh, 2 he like walks into a bar yeah kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of reminded me of that without the uh, George Thurgood soundtrack but right right nothing's perfect right. or Arnold Schlong Arnold's <laughs> ah yes <laughs> I don't know I don't know that was horrible I mean, that would have been horrible if you were talking about, like, Alyssa Milano's areolas. But you were talking about Arnold Schwarzenegger's slum. <laughs> Much worse. Much worse, sir. What the hell is wrong with me? <laughs> you're sleep-deprived and, uh... Oh. You know, your neighbors are mentally handicapping you, so <laughs> it's, it's understandable. <laughs> so, yeah, he, uh, freaks everyone out. Yeah, he uh, he calls his former boss, the the senator. Apparently, he's been missing for months. <laughs> Didn't know it. Didn't know it. Yeah. They uh, <clears throat> turns himself into the government, basically, where they basically hold him captive, perform tests, perform tests. He gets a little stir crazy. Uh, he's being manipulated by a shady CIA. Uh, uh, Security officer. Right. Uh, so he freaks out and escapes with uh, his new friend, the, the doctor who's been helping him out. Maureen, Maureen. Vonnegut. And uh, escapes to the ABC studios <laughs> and crashes Nightline. Ba- bastion of hope for all. <laughs> Ted Koppel. Story kind of dates itself with that. Yeah. I think Ted Koppel has been on air in years. Right. <laughs> Pardon me. But it is a classic origin story. So yeah, you, that's true. So you know, it could just it be could a, be in the past. Yeah. yeah. Set, set in a certain spot in time. Uh. <laughs> is it four o'clock yet? You uh, oh no, that's the Don Doctor Pepper. Yeah, that's a different okay. one. Yeah. I'm only allowed uh, three Doctor Peppers a day. <laughs> At uh, 10 o'clock, 2 o'clock, and 4 o'clock. Can you do it twice a day, like if you're up again at 2? Oh, maybe. There's no uh, AM or PM That's right. listed. Right? Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Six times a day. Sweet. <laughs> as long as I'm up for 24 hours, like I almost was today. <laughs> the doctor never counted on that. <laughs> oh, we've outwitted him. Uh, so yeah, so then it's pretty much just the story of uh, Ron now under the guise of concrete. Right. Part of his cover story. That he is some sort of uh, cyborg gone wrong or something like, like that. Some sort of government made. And he does like heroic things, sort of. Like they have him like, uh, you know, like help people out of a 
collapsed mine shaft right. and things. So he's he's sort of like a superhero, but he's not like fighting crime. Really. Right, right. He's just doing good deeds that normal people can't do. Can't. Right. Of course, that turns bad on him as well. <clears throat> right. Because of the the manipulations of the CIA, those crafty bastards. I like I like how, I mean, like I said, it's not really a superhero story, but it's kind of got like the elements of a superhero, like you know. Uh, he gets this great power and he has to like figure out what to do with it, right. and uh, you know he has to have a great responsibility. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I, I like he, how he does actively search one out. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I like how it's it's sort of a superhero story, but you know if you read an odd superhero story like something like Alan Moore writes or you know even like maybe Grant Morrison, you know if they want to put a spin on it, it's. It's ninety percent of the time has this really dark. Like, right, what would right. you do with superpowers? You would kill everybody, wouldn't right, you? Right. Super God by Warnell. <laughs> yeah. But, but uh, <laughs> which is an actual yeah, <laughs> or the mighty or right, you know right. any any of that. But I like how it has a twist, but it's not like you know that doesn't fall into that that like easily treaded territory. So uh, yeah, I like how it's got a got its own style. I'm going to pause for a minute. I apologize. We'll be right back. All right.
Alright, welcome back. Sorry about that. Uh, apparently whatever virus you brought into my house is affected me. <laughs> it seems to have left my body, too. The aliens are watching over me once again. No, my stomach still feels weird, but yeah, nowhere near like it was when you called me and you were like, Hey, you ready to do the show? Like, in my mind, I was like, I'm going to be shitting all over the place while we're, while we're doing the show. It's not going to be pretty. Well, I appreciate you not. Yeah. Yeah. I've kept it. I've retained uh, some sort of control. That's good. Apparently, I could not, so I had to cut you off uh, mid-thoughts. Oh, it's okay. I tried to let you finish your thought as much as possible, but... Uh. I, yeah, the well, I was almost... The only other thing I was going to say about that was, like, I was, like, saying how I like how, you know, there's a twist, but it's not the usual twist. It's right. something different. And it kind of makes you think about what you would do if you were somehow bestowed with these powers. Right. You know, like, should I become a celebrity? Should I... You know, do some fun things. I mean, he. I mean, and it's not like Spider-Man, where he's like, "Should I become a celebrity?" No, I won't. Right, it's like right. he does a lot of celebrity stuff there for a little bit, and uh, it kind of goes down that road, and you kind of see the positives and negatives of of doing that. Right. <clears throat> and he's almost manipulated into that anyway. So. Right. Yeah. There's like all this merchandise created for him, and uh, <laughs> um. <laughs> And so yeah, it gives you gives you an idea of of the different routes you would uh, consider should you find yourself in that position, and it, and sort of like a monster story too, yeah, very like Frankensteinish. Um, like I love I love superhero stories where, you know, give me a superhero story where the superhero is in in love or smitten with a regular person, right? Someone that he can't really, you know, interact with, you know, because. Of who and what he is, and and I love those stories. Those are usually great, or at least it provides a decent dynamic to tell. Right, story. right. I think uh, this is definitely uh, uh, I say better, because mm-hmm. I mean it, it it avoids all the usual superhero trappings of of that type of story that you're talking about. Right, right. just like the Lois and Clark stuff. Right, right, yeah. Which which I don't mind. Oh but, yeah, I don't but, mind yeah, I like his style. He's got a he's got a a fresh viewpoint for sure. Yeah, uh, a unique one, I think, definitely, mm-hmm. and, and one that's uh, not seen in comics enough, apparently. Because uh, yeah, where the fuck is he? Yeah. yeah, yeah. What happened? Well, I know he's been talking about a concrete movie for like. I mean, Forever. and he was talking about it in the back of one of these, yeah. and, and that wasn't the first time he had talked about it, and that was like, yeah, like you said, 10, 12 years ago. So, I uh, know he, like you said, he did something with The Matrix. Yeah. Um, he did an issue of Why the Last Man. Yeah, that's right. That's right, he did. But it's like, other than that, yeah, where where is he? I think, uh, I, think I read that he is working on uh, something for Vertigo. Oh, okay. Uh, with, with other people, but... Uh, Probably not a concrete thing. Not anything concrete, yeah. Good, good stuff. Yeah, I'm uh, glad you picked that. Sweet. Uh, I would like to read more from Paul Chadwick and Concrete. We happen to have about five or six different Concrete (laughs) trades, all 25% off cover price, right at the uh, local Mavericks Cards and Comics, located at 2312 East Land, the Woodland Plaza here in Cater, Ohio. Right. So you stop by and uh, oh, pick okay. one up. Right. 
<laughs> Thanks. I didn't know where that was. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> or that you had a discount. Oh, yeah. How much is that again? 25% off all trade paperbacks and hardcovers and manga all the time, even if you special order them. Uh, so I could just add those to my already... Uh, uh, Your tower of trades. Tower of trades that I have in two different places. <laughs> yes, yes. Right. Might as well. I know we don't have this one because I, I looked. I was like, maybe I should just snag this and let you borrow it so we can both read it at the same time. Right. And we didn't have this one. We have like everything about this one. Right. So maybe somebody bought that one. Well, it is the origin story. You yeah. Start there first, I yeah. guess. Yeah. <laughs> Might as well. Yeah. I'm sorry, I just uh, mm. cracked my foot. Mm. I thought it was your neck. Uh, nope. Wow, yeah. interesting. Uh, feels like I should be saying something <laughs> else about this book. Uh, did we talk enough about the art? We did, I believe. We did, we yeah. did. Yeah. Uh, talked about the story. We got the basic gist of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess uh, at the end... It's uh, he, he becomes some sort of like uh, adventurer. Uh, yeah. Well, he like he talked about in the very first issue how you know when he was younger he he read all these library books and about you know like uh, undersea underwater adventures and like mountain climbers and explorers of strange areas and planets. And he could never really do that because he was just like a, a lazy nerd. Right, right. <laughs> and, and then at the end of the series, yeah, he decides to do a little bit of that like exploring and. And there is that motif in some of the other series where he like, yeah, he he you know goes to like, uh, I forget if it's like the Arctic Circle or, or wherever he goes, and, yeah. you know, just kind of treads around in places that he couldn't have before he got this body. So yeah. he does sort of become an adventurer, a yeah. uh, very poetic adventurer. Mm-hmm. The, the 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 ending the the, the last bit of uh, narration. Got to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's. It was about uh like overcoming whatever obstacles in your right, life. And, right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. He definitely writes this character poetically. It's almost like if you know, uh, I I keep, I keep referring to the thing, but if the thing right. if the thing was you know a sad bastard, right, right, instead of a. You Instead know, of just brawler, uh, yeah, a Jersey brawler or whatever, yeah, typical New York Jew stereotype, right. yeah. yeah, angry. Yeah, he like reads poetry and get out of here, <laughs> you Yancey Street hooligans, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, concrete. Has Holy like, fuck, he's Larry David. <laughs> Who? Concrete? Ben Grimm. Oh, okay. I was like concrete. <laughs> yeah. He's Larry David with rock skin. Wow. And even more angry. That'd be like the great ninth season of Curve Your Enthusiasm. He like goes on a rocket ship with... <laughs> with with uh, Jerry and uh, Elaine and... <laughs> right. uh, Kramer. Kramer. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. I would watch that. <laughs> I, you know, that's a, a show that I do really like, even though it is so formulaic. Like... I usually think formulaic things is just you formulaic. Know, tiresome. Oh. Yeah, kind of formulaic, yeah. <laughs> but I really like the formula of that one. I'm like, I know what's going to happen, you know, right, right. but I like watching it happen. It's, it's like porn. You know, I know exactly how it's going to end formulaic up. Formulaic is never necessarily a bad thing. It's how you execute it. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, you can follow the same formula over and over again. But if it's done well, it's done well. All right. I agree. <clears throat> the uh, current season of Cooper Curb Your Enthusiasm is the Seinfeld reunion. Really? Yeah. I've only seen, like, the first four. I know there's, like, at least seven, right? Seven uh, I have no idea. Yeah, I haven't. I only I get them from the library sometimes, but they'd never have any of the newer ones. Uh, you know, uh, Netflix. 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 Oh yeah. Can uh, convince your lady friend to cue those all up? Yeah, I, I bet she's a fan. Yeah. If she's not, she probably could be convinced otherwise. Yeah, yeah. My voice. Oh yeah, that's the way you teach a woman anything, right? right? <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Mm. Uh, what? <laughs> so uh, you think you might read some more concrete? I wouldn't read some more concrete. No. Yeah. Well, I've got all the single issues. If you ever want to borrow any, okay. more than welcome. Eventually, uh, maybe once I give you back those uh, Jason trades that are graphic novels that you let me borrow. Oh yeah, that's right. Fifteen. Well, I still 20 have, episodes ago. I still have your League of Extraordinary Gentlemen's from like a year ago. Before we were even doing yeah, the show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. It's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll. Uh, they're just material possessions. We'll all be burned in a fire and uh, can't hold on to them anyway. Zombie apocalypse, maybe. Zombie apocalypse. Maybe that's the contact we make this year. Zombies? Zombies. It is like in the Zeke Geist, isn't it? Like everyone. Oh, even, yeah. like I swear, even Jeffrey Brown's doing a zombie thing. Yeah. Like, I don't know what it is, but. Uh, occasionally I visit his blog and uh, he said something he's like can't talk about what I'm doing right now but it has to do with zombies oh maybe he, well you know his uh, Wolverine story had zombies in it yeah uh, the uh, dying time or whatever it's called yeah sure. dead time dying time dying time no dead no no yeah no dead time is the uh, Tom Williams thing. okay <laughs> maybe he's taking over Walking Dead maybe Ooh. Charlie Adler's leaving <laughs> don't I'll, want him to of I'll course drop that book <laughs> <laughs> if Charlie Adler's is if, uh, if uh, yeah, uh, I'll be like you with uh, the Tony Boy. Right. Just angry at nothing. <laughs> I know. <sighs> well, it's like okay, <laughs> he's not he's not bad. Like he's not a bad artist. It's like I like the taste of corn. But yeah. if I went and bought a vanilla ice cream sandwich and it tasted like corn, I would stop buying that type of vanilla ice cream sandwich. <laughs> Charlie Edward. Charlie Adler is the corn in my vanilla ice cream sandwich. <laughs> I don't want it there. I want it on my. I want it with my uh, stuffing and potatoes. That's where I want my corn. Leave my ice cream alone, Charlie Adler. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Tony Moore was on that book for seven issues. Six, six issues. I think it was six. Yeah. I know. They're on issue 60-something now. I know. It's like, you know, fucking Metallica with Jason Newstead. <laughs> he was in that band for like 12 years. Cliff Burton was in it for three. <laughs> Get the fuck over it. I, well, they're both good. I like, uh, what, well, I didn't hear anything, but I like what I heard, or what I didn't hear. He didn't fuck it up, because you couldn't hear him. <laughs> if Charlie Adler drew with, uh, like, he, if... if if uh, Kirkman would have given him a mechanical pencil and just didn't put any lead in it, and then the whole thing was prose, I probably would have kept buying it. No, I would have. No, no, it's too much reading. Yeah, I know. I don't read real books. I can barely find the time to read comics. I can. Uh, fucking thought Strange Armor was uh, 
difficult to get through. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, there's a lot of words in this. <laughs> it's no Claremont. It's no Claremont, definitely not. But it was also twice as long as uh, Dead of Honor. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Maybe even longer, because I can't add. <laughs> so, yeah. I can't think of anything else I need to say about Strange Armor. Alrighty. Yeah, neither can I. Yeah, I yeah. It was good. Uh, thank you. Yeah, I thank you. Well, no problem. Everyone should check it out. Yeah. Or any of the other series, Human Dilemma or Think Like a Mountain or whatnot. Any of them. They're all good. Yeah. All right. Uh, right. So, back to the regular bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> So we're, we're not taking the break here where we normally would. Because we took that other break. We took that other break due to my uh, body imploding on itself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh my God, yes, you have a story you need to tell me. I have a story. And I've, I've refrained from telling even my girlfriend this because I know she's going to listen to the show. Uh, and so like I'm saving, the, saving it for her. Okay. Uh Recently it was Christmas, as everyone knows. Yes, right. So, my friend Chris invited me to get together with him uh, the Sunday after Christmas, just to like hang out, exchange gifts. He he said he'd buy me a uh, buy me dinner. Right. So I was like, well, that's cool. And we hung out and watched a movie. And this so one was last week. Yeah, last uh, last Sunday. I uh, the Sunday that it started snowing like crazy, like around eight o'clock. Right. Yeah. I mean, like the roads were nasty. Right. So, I was hanging out in his apartment. We had just eaten a wonderful Bob Evans meal that he bought me. Nice breakfast uh, at like 9 p.m. Breakfast uh, at night. I love it. Oh, fuck Can't yeah. get over it. And, uh, and then, you know, so we watched a movie, and it was it was just a short Matt Brassfield movie. So, by, oh, okay. by like quarter after 10, I was like, I was like, well, you know, I should probably get going. It's still kind of crappy outside. And right. Gotta get up early. And, uh. I want to start this story out by saying, I believe you now that you can't trust people that wear sweatpants in public. (laughs) Because I walk out to my car and I start, I start scraping off my car. Like I start up the engine to get it running and get the uh, defrost going, and because uh, it's still snowing and it's icy, right. I'm like scraping ice off my car. And this is, I've only been parked there like an hour and a half, so it's crappy out. And uh, and I'm scraping off my car. I'm like, yeah, it was cool, you know, I got Christmas squish. And I hear, excuse me. And I look over and uh, there's this young lady walking down the sidewalk, like smoking a cigarette. And uh, <laughs> is this really a young lady? Yes. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's not that kind of. It's not that kind of story. Um, and so, so I look over. I'm like, yeah, how's it going? And and she's wearing sweatpants and like a light jacket. And it's fucking cold outside. Right. And the snow is pouring down. And she goes, "Would you be able to give me a ride to the drive-through just a couple blocks down the road?" And I know where the drive-thru's at, because it's, like, I see it every time I go to Christmas. Right. Uh, I'm, this is in Huber Heights, by the way, for anyone listening. Uh, an area, I'm, yeah, I'm not real familiar with the area. Uh, it's known as Little Kentucky to a lot of people I know, because... It is the largest community of brick houses. Is it? In, in, in Ohio. Is it? it kind of reminds me of, like, the east side, like, not quite white trash, but not quite country. Like, yeah. it's got this weird amalgam of, of people. 
excuse me. And so I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. I can give you a ride to there. And uh, and then so uh, uh, we hop in my car, and uh, she goes, oh, thank you very much. It's so cold out there. I was like, yeah, that's, that's cool. And you know, she's just chit-chatting. She's like, so, you know, were you at a Christmas party or something? I was like, yeah, I just stopped at my friend's house, traded Christmas gifts, and, you know, we're just chatting as we drive down the road. And then we, we approach the... I, dr- I'm sorry. <laughs> I just... You're an idiot. <laughs> Because the, she was wearing sweatpants. No, just in general, you don't fucking give rides to people. It was Christmas, right? She no, was like, it wasn't Christmas. Well, it was Christmas time. Uh, d- Our trees no. were still up. It's fucking death is coming down from the sky. <laughs> you're trying to get home alive. Well, yeah. and you're giving a ride to a fucktard who wants a beer. <laughs> uh, fuck you! You're well, an idiot. She didn't say what she wanted. I thought maybe doesn't fucking matter. You know, who knows? Maybe medicine. She needed medicine. <laughs> The drive-thru. Uh, anyway, go ahead. So we're, we're driving down the road, and uh, she's like, oh, thanks a lot. You know, I was like, yeah, no problem. And uh, we pull up to the drive-thru, and it's closed because, you know, the weather's so crappy, probably. Right. And it's also late at night. And it's like 10 o'clock and on a Sunday. Sunday. Right. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I bet they closed at 10. And it's like 10 after 10. And uh, I was like, well, uh, I was like, uh, I can let you off here. I don't know. And she goes... Oh, can you just drop? She's like, could you drop me off at that gas station up the road? Um, and I was like, oh, that's fine. If it's the way I'm going, it was. It was the way I was going. And uh, so we drive up there, and it, that's like another like four blocks down the road or whatever. And so, but you are heading in the direction of where you need to go. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, it's right, like right, yeah, right. I passed that on the way home. So I pull up in the, into the gas station, and. It is closed. It's on the corner of a busy street, right. like a busy intersection. It's like Brant Pike and Troy Pike or whatever. Right, right. And I'm like, what? And she's like, why is it closed? And she's like, I was like, well, oh, no, on the way there, she goes, could you could you drop, like, maybe swing by that, that uh, gas station and drop me back off? And I was like, I was like, I can take you as far as the gas station, but I was like, I, I really got to get home. I was like, I could drop you off there. Maybe somebody else could be right. She's like, okay. And so when we get to the gas station, it's closed. And, and I was like, ah. I was like, tell you what, I'll just drop you back off where where I found you. I was like, I you know I can't. Yeah. I was like, I gotta get gotta get home because uh, I was doing Christmas with my roommates that night too. Sure. And so she was like, okay. And we're driving down the road, and she goes, well, she's like, this just if you want, just uh, drop me off at my friend's house. It's down this street over here. You know, it's like before the other street, even closer. I was like, okay, that's that's cool. And uh, so I turned down that street. And uh, she goes, let me just call him real quick. And she, like, dials up his number. And she goes, like, all of a sudden, like, she turns from, like, this nice, like, sweet person. She's like, where are you? Where you at? And I was like, uh, you know. And she goes, what's the address? What is it? What's the address? And she's, like, yelling at this guy. And she goes, <laughs> she goes, do you want it or not? And I was like, oh, fuck. What, what is she talking about? Do you want it or not? And so we pulled down this, this uh, side street. And then I see this guy like standing out in the snow in the middle of the street, like looking around. And I was like, "Is that is that your friend?" And she goes, "Yeah, that's him." And, and we pull up, and I was like, "All right, we'll see you." And she goes, "Well, hold on." And then like she just like rolls down the window, and then, and he's like, <laughs> he's like, "You got the money?" <laughs> and she goes, "Do you have change for a 20? And and he was like, "What? What the fuck are you talking about? Change for a 20? And uh, he's like, "I'm out here in the cold." And she, she goes, well, give it to me. And she, like, grabs something out of his hands. And he goes, give me my weed, bitch. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. And uh, and he's, like, screaming at her. And I'm sitting here in the snow in my car. And I'm like, oh, my God. There's a drug deal going wrong in my car. <laughs> For weed. 
for weed. <laughs> and so, and so she like throws the money at him, and he just takes the whole twenty and runs inside. She's like, "Can you believe that fucker?" And she's like calling him all these names, and I'm like, uh, and I just like drive away, you know, because now there's an angry drug dealer, you know, four feet away from my car, and so we just drive away. And I'm just like, I'll just drop you back off where I found you. I was like, and I'm out of here. And she goes, well, my apartment's just like right, right down the road from that. And I was like, all right. So like, I drove right down the road from where I picked her up. And she was like, she's like, do you want to come out and smoke this with me? And I was like, no, I really don't. I I gotta go. And she goes, she goes, you don't smoke weed. And I was like, no, I haven't smoked in like a year. And I'm trying to keep it that way. I just, you know, I gotta go. And, and she goes, well, well, you want to come in and have a beer or something? And I was like, no, no, I really don't. I gotta go. And she goes, well, if you're ever in this area, you know, you want to stop in and have a beer? She's like, do you have a cell phone? I'll give you my number. And I was like, I just, I wouldn't stop by. I wouldn't come by. <laughs> and she's like, oh, okay. And she gets out of the car and I drive away and I'm like, fucking Eric was right. Don't trust the sweatpants in public. <laughs> It was horrible. That was my Christmas story. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. To whatever her name is. I forget. Stacy, Sissy, something like that. I hope that was the best damn weed you ever had. Oh, wow. It was, it was fun. What Good the time. fuck is wrong with you? I don't know. I've only given... I think that's the third time I've ever given a ride to strangers, and the first two times, and this is all in the span of like 10 years, first two times, awesome people, very appreciative. Like, I was waiting at a, uh, at a traffic light one night on the way home, and uh, there's this guy sitting at the bus stop, and he was like, it's like freezing cold, it's like wintertime. I rolled down my window, I'm like, do you want to ride? And he's like, Shh. he's like, oh, that'd be awesome. And, you know, and I give him a ride home, which is not that far. I mean, it's like downtown, and I live pretty close to downtown. And, you know, he was really appreciative, and I felt good. I was driving home. I was like, I did something for a stranger, and he was happy. Yay! And, you know, third time, not the charm. <laughs> will you do it again? I'll, I will look, and, uh, and if I see sweatpants, I'll be like, move along, sweatpant-wearing motherfucker. <laughs> well, that's something, I guess. <laughs> You should learn to avoid doing it at all, altogether. But it's Christmas time. It was Christmas time. I, you know, I, I don't want to you know, get the phone call from Kathleen. Oh, my God, Jesus dead. He picked up his dress. <laughs> <laughs> That'll never happen because she doesn't have your phone number. Oh, that's true. <laughs> well, I guess, it'll be on uh, Facebook. Okay. Yeah, it'll be on Facebook. Yeah. Or, yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe she'll call Joe or something. I don't know. <laughs> Somehow I'll find out that you're dead because you picked somebody up. <laughs> Yeah, it, it'll probably be a while before you do it. I'll be like, fuck, there there goes the show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Although I'd probably just have Joe fill your place. <laughs> He's a lot funnier. Uh, it'd be... And more knowledgeable. I'd give it uh, maybe two weeks. You know, morning. Oh, um, right. Before well, I replace you. It's like, it's like you don't get married right away. Right. You wait right. two weeks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I respect that. I, I feel good about that. Uh, good, good. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you are the best. I know. I, I know. I'm just trying to be nice. You try to help people. It's the court gets them. you. They don't want to help you. She wanted to. She wanted to get me high and drunk and probably blow you. Yeah, probably blow me huh? in uh, Huber, Tucky, home of the white trash country bumpkins <laughs> <laughs> and drug dealers. And drug dealers. Yeah. 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 Not not good times. No. Bad times. Bad times. 
But hey, I went home. Uh, I got a got sweet. Home safe. I, I got yeah, I got home safe. Uh, Doogie gave me some beer, yeah. some nice, uh, good beer, monkey something something beer. Monkey uh, go lucky. It wasn't monkey go lucky. Uh, it wasn't monkey king. I forget what it was. And I got this Thor wallet, which which you're showing, which I'm showing you, even though I've already seen. Oh, it. you've already seen it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it was, we had a good Christmas before and after the incident. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, it was good times. Good, good times, by the How was uh, How was your New Year's? It was good. We shared it together. Oh, we did. New Year's Eve. Yes. We watched the balls drop. The oh. ball drop. Ball drop. And by that, we both took off our pants. <laughs> In unison. It was choreographed at twelve. Yeah. yeah it was. It was uh, we had to. We, well, we've done practice for us. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we watched some Dexter, played some rummy, ate some uh, delicious food prepared by the lovely Kathleen Coyle. Yeah, yeah. and some some veggie appetizers, veggie appetizers, which cheese, were pretty awesome. Yeah, cheese, cheese and crackers, mushrooms, crackers, um, some sort of straw crap. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we ate straw. It's like vegetarians do. It was uh it was good. It was good times. Veggie burgers. It's with the main course. Mm. Pretty good. That's some awesome bread. Mm. Yeah, it was good times. It was good times. I like I like the low key New Year's Eve. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. We had I mean we did we each had like a glass of champagne. Yeah, yeah. That was enough. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh didn't have to get our, fucked uh, up. Riddler and Batman mugs respectively. Oh, pretty sweet. Yeah. <laughs> pretty sweet. <laughs> I was Riddler, you were Batman. Oh yeah. But yeah, as it should be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I do have that giant question mark tattooed on my anus. So That's true. Yeah. It just play. It just. Perf- it was just like good timing. Right, yeah. right, right. I didn't even know she was going to have the mugs out. I had just gotten the tattoo. It was good. Good times. Uh, Happy New Year! Happy New Year, indeed. To another year of gutter trash. 2010. You want to make contact? <laughs> hey, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe I should pick contact as my movie, and that could be the year we watch contact. Ooh. Because uh, I've already actually seen 2010, the year we make contact, yeah. on New Year's Day. <laughs> and you haven't seen contact ever, right? Nope. Uh, would you veto? Uh, I have no interest in seeing it. Mm-hmm. You probably wouldn't like it. I don't think you would. Yeah. Jodie Foster, Matthew McConaughey. Religious undertones. Really? Yeah. yeah. Carl Sagan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. But I don't. I for some reason I just kind of just don't because it has religious undertones doesn't mean that I'm automatically going to dismiss it. I think it has the kind of religious undertones you wouldn't that enjoy that, that yeah. I would dismiss. Yeah. <laughs> but no, that is not yeah. what I have in mind. Uh, hmm. We uh, also spent uh, New Year's Day for for some time together. Oh yeah, yeah. seeing uh, a movie, a film. In the theater. In the theater. The real theater. The real movie theater. Not the cheap-ass, uh, fucked-up theater that we usually get. Do we? No, we don't go to Danbury often, do we? I I have never been to Danbury again. Really? Have we not? Okay. Well, I went, like, a week ago. Saw Fantastic Mr. Fox. Uh, It's very, very good. Doesn't look very good. Well, it was good. It was good. It looks pretty poor. Oh, it was good. It was very good. Yeah. Was Anderson ever going to make a new movie, a real movie, at some point? <laughs> He's been working on that one for a while, yeah. Yeah. I, I, heard, I heard about it like two or three years ago. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, it was good. If you like Wes Anderson, I bet uh, you like I do, and, but, you know, the, the animation looks awful. But it's that, that old style. It's the old stylized animation. Yeah. You know? But, like, you know, like, 
It's no Pixar film. Well, no, but like you know, I like you know two D animation, as I've mentioned before, and like stop motion. Like you know, I love Nightmare Before Christmas. Right. And, you, know, uh, you know the other Tim Burton ones, uh, James and the Giant Peach, uh, mm-hmm. Corpse Bride, Coraline looks awesome. Oh yeah. Uh, but this looks awful. I think, well, I think they tried for, not, they didn't try for awful, but they tried for that old, uh, like, Rudolph the Yeah, Rudolph the Reindeer, all that stuff. Right. It was like an homage, I think. Yeah, but it looks terrible. <laughs> There's a reason that they don't do that anymore. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I think, I think it, it worked. It yeah, worked. Yeah, you use the technology that's available to you, not, uh, not, not old shit to be clever. That's, mm. uh, that's like my biggest problem with Wes Anderson. He's just always... Trying really hard to be clever. I I kind of I see what you're saying, and I, I I think his movies are great. Yeah, like I've loved every single one that I've seen. Uh, I think more, not so much. I think there are elements where he does try a little too hard. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna take back what I just said. Rushmore was awful, but uh, you like Rushmore? Uh, I hated it. Really? Yeah. I like Rushmore, but I love Bottle Rocket. I love uh, Royal Tenenbaums, Life Aquatic. Life Aquatic's my favorite. Have might as well. Have not seen Darjeeling Limited, but uh, I own it. That one, that one seems like it, it's a decent movie, and I enjoyed it. Uh, I'd even watch it again, but it definitely has more style than substance. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, yeah, way more. But yeah, I, I like his stuff, and I like this one too. But I see what you're saying. He does. Uh, he's sort of like, like you know. Ooh, look at me! I'm, I'm awesome. In, I'm indie director yeah, making yeah. sweet indie films, and and yeah, I like everything he's done. But I see what you're saying. I may have mentioned this before. I think we may have talked about Wes Henderson at some point. But uh, I've read an article once about uh, uh, how uh, the movies that he's made since Owen Wilson stopped helping him write them mm-hmm. have just all been more, you know. Uh, uh, self-aggrandizing and, and, and pretentious and wink, wink, look how clever I am. <laughs> and, right. like, Owen Wilson just sort of grounded him and then to, like, you know, just tell the story. Yeah. I don't know, because... He, I, I mean, and I love Life Aquatic, yeah, which I say, think he, was the first one that he did without Owen Wilson. Yeah. Uh, or at least without him writing it. Right, right. But, uh, like, it seems... Like, like I've heard uh, Darcy Unlimited seems to be more... About his ego and yeah, Mr. Fox looks about the same, but with shitty animation. Oh, it was fun. It was very fun. I, 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 there's a theme. It seems like he's got father issues because every single film has like some sort of like right estranged father figure, yeah, or, yeah. or something. I mean, I mean, you know, but hey, maybe if he's trying to work through something and through his art, you know, maybe that's. So yeah, it works fun, but, uh, you know, like, uh, it's weird. I was having this thought uh, earlier, a couple of days ago. Like, uh, you know, you look at, like, uh, a band like Metallica, second time I brought him up this episode. Uh, James Hetfield is a fucking multimillionaire. Uh, super rich and one of the biggest, most popular bands in the world. He's in his mid to late 40s, and yet every album comes out is like, oh, my daddy treated me bad. Get over it. Get the fuck over it. <laughs> you can't buy happiness. Eh, I know that, but get the fuck over it. Right, right. Get some therapy. Uh, clearly he's in therapy. <laughs> We've seen uh, some kind of monster. <laughs> yeah, some, but he skipped like half of it. Yeah. He went into drug rehab. See, maybe, yeah, maybe he's not, you know, he's not 
He doesn't know how to work through it, I guess. Yeah. So he's just stuck there. Yeah. Well, I no longer need to see that shit <laughs> or hear it. That's why I don't pay attention to lyrics and songs anymore. And uh, I could give a shit about what a director thinks about his dad. I don't care. Just, just move on. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. <laughs> So, but we saw, <laughs> but we saw a completely different movie. We saw where there were no daddy issues whatsoever. Uh, maybe some. There were some. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we saw Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock Holmes, was, Robert Downey Jr., Jude Law. A fine film. Other people. Fine film. I like it. It was fun. Better than I expected, honestly. Yeah. yeah. And for the first time in a very long time. Uh, my first movie-going experience where I didn't yell at someone or almost get into a fight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it was crowded. And it, it was, was very it crowded. It was packed. It was on New Year's Day, so... Yeah. In fact, the worst thing about it was the fact that the theater was like 700 degrees. It, it really was, yeah. <laughs> I, I honestly thought, like... I was like, something is wrong with me. Like, <sighs> like I'm. I, I literally. I mean, I, I didn't know if I didn't think stroke, right. but I thought like something is going wrong with my body, and like I'm so hot, and I can't stay awake, and I'm not full. Like we hadn't ate. You know, we right. were gonna eat after the movie, so I don't know. I was like, what was going on? I like started taking layers of clothing off because <laughs> stripped down to my t-shirt. And, yeah, I was burning up in there. Quite uncomfortable. Yeah, I kept passing out during like slow parts of the movie. Right. Yeah, and like not boring parts, but right, right. if there were no explosions, I was out too. Yeah, I just <laughs> I, like I could feel my head like bobbing, yeah. and catch my head. But otherwise, yeah, it was it was pretty fun. Yeah, yeah very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, look forward to the sequel. Yeah, I look forward to Cop Out. Now that I saw the trailer, <laughs> fucking a man, that movie's gonna be badass and hilarious. There's some awful trailers in there. Oh, wow, yeah. The Jennifer Aniston... Uh, Jennifer Aniston, Gerard Butler thing, which has no title that we know of. <laughs> yeah, we can't even remember. <laughs> That's how forgettable it is. <clears throat> Kathleen said it looked like Midnight Run without the funny. Yeah. yeah. I was having the exact same thought as I was watching it. <laughs> uh, Inception looks really good. Inception looks pretty good. Uh, new Christopher Nolan movie. With Leo Dio. Yeah, Leo Dio. Uh, looks good. Looks Clash like, of the Titans. Looks like a yawner. Uh, really? I would not go see that unless it was free. Or unless my special lady friend has a desire to see it. And She I'm, probably does. And <laughs> and, uh, and I'm hanging out with her on that specific day. Then I'd go. I'd take one for the team. I'll, uh, I'll probably wait for a video on that one. Mm-hmm. But uh, I've never seen the original, so, yeah. yeah. I have, but I was like eight, yeah. you know. I, yeah, I just, I like, it looks like a well-made movie that is not made for me. Like, it looks like a nice piece of work that I just have no interest in seeing. Well, I, I just, I don't know. It just looks like one of those testosterone-fueled epics that I just, I, I don't like that stuff, though. I don't, I don't like epic movies. Like, you've got testosterone. I see your beard. (laughs) It's a (laughs) clip-on. But, I, yeah, I can't think of an epic movie that I like unless you consider, like, Return of the Jedi epic. I mean, yeah, <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's more Empire. fun. It's more like a fun thing. Like there's like serious, like like Gladiator. I'm and, pretty sure Clash like, of the Titans is not serious. It looks it Liam Neeson is fucking Neptune or Poseidon or whoever the fuck. There's a giant crab <laughs> monster or something. That's not serious. Uh, Harry Hamlet. No wait. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, Medusa. If I, if I get know? drunk, I'll see it when I'm drunk. <laughs> 
I'll go to the theater. There's no way in fuck that Clash of the Titans is a serious movie. It looks no like, one is thinking, this is art. Well, no, not, not serious like that, but like, that's bad. Yeah. That's not serious. Fucking Die Hard is that. <laughs> you love Die Hard. If somebody says, yippee Kaye, motherfucker in Clash of Titans, I'm in. They I'll may go. not say that exactly, but it'll be whatever the Greek equivalent is. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. That that big monster at the end does look pretty sweet. The Kraken. Yeah. Release it. <laughs> Release the Krakens. Was there more than one? Uh, Sequel. I think Sequel. you said Kraken. Yeah. <laughs> Liam Neeson in his shiny CGI armor. Yeah. See, yeah, anything with, like, swords and armor and elf ears and wizardry, I, like, you know, I beg for it to be taken away from me. I just, I'm not into that at all. It's so weird. I guess I used to play D&D even, and Magic the Gathering. And you are the magic guy. I am the magic guy, but, yeah, I'm, like, Lord of the Rings looks like an amazing film that I never want to see. See, that one I could easily say, yeah, it's not for you. Mm-hmm. Clash of the Titans, like, uh, yeah, that, that that's for you. Mm-hmm. Really? <laughs> well, I mean, I did see the first Lord of the Rings, and yeah, I... <laughs> Tried to force myself to fall asleep. Right, like I said, that that one's not for you, definitely, because that mm. one that one is is uh, that one takes itself way too seriously. Yeah, and it's it's a good movie. I enjoyed it. Right, and, and uh, it's overly long and it's epic. And right, which is not <clears throat> not for everyone. Right, right. Clash of the Titans just looks like uh, a dumb fun action. Let's movie. fuck up monsters. Let us fuck up monsters. If it was called that. <laughs> If that was like the uh, the Canadian title or something, <laughs> I'd go. I'd go see it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <clears throat> okay, maybe you've convinced me. Eighteen, Liam Neeson. Yeah, that's, you see that's that? it. See, that that seems like dumb action. Well, I testosterone. Even, I haven't even seen the trailer for that, but Neither it's nostalgic. IDW has some comics coming out. Oh, of course they do. Uh. <laughs> are they on those cardstock covers that are, that make the book worth four bucks? Uh. Because I'm sure they are. Hey, you know, it's better than Marvel charging four bucks for a book that doesn't have a cardstock cover, that's, but that's true. less pages. Yeah, in their defense, they raised their prices before, but they've never raised them again. So, right. like, everything's always been $4 from IDW. Right. They've never raised the price or lowered it. Right. Oh, you know, IDW is doing a Pusshead art book. Really? Yeah. Wow. That should be cool. That'll probably be, like, $50. It's not worth it. No, no, it's like it's one of those Sparrow books, like they've right, been, which are like fifty are they really? dollars. Are they really? They're fucking insanely expensive. I think they're I, like this big. I think they're like I'm holding up my fingers <laughs> in the square. The shape of a CD. I yeah. thought they were like twenty bucks. I think uh, that's still insanely expensive. And then like ninety six pages. Yeah, I don't. Know. Yeah, give me that for ten bucks at most. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, it's twenty five percent off. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Still not good enough. Well, I'll flip through it and see if uh, right. see if I uh, I ordered one for the store. That's so, cool. So right. I'll just uh, I'll just look up Metallica posters online. There you go with your Metallica guy. Pusshead. It's fucking Pusshead. What else did he do? Uh, cavity. Uh, uh, Metallica. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he is awesome. I yeah, like that guy. Uh, what was what was the name of his band? Uh, Pusshead. Uh, I know it was a uh, Metallica. <laughs> oh my god, what was it? I can't even think of the name of his band. If anyone knows, please write in. Yeah. Kurt, you, you've got to know you're a metalhead. 
Oh, what was it? Was it similar art styles too? It was yeah, kind of yeah, a little stipple in. It was a it was a punk rock skate kind of band from the eighties. I forget. Sugar Ray, Sugar Ray. That was it, Sugar Ray. Yeah, and of course Blink One Eighty Two. He was the bass player, but you know, we forgive him. We forgive him because of his yeah. Who doesn't? So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what are we doing for the next episode, my friend? I think we're doing a film. I, as you know, I shopped through Blockbuster and made, made out a list. Right. Um, so this is the first one that I saw. Uh, wait, first one that you saw? Because I think your last one was the... Oh, okay, no, the, so this is the start of your eight movies. Yeah, yeah okay, this so the, the first Concrete debate. was the start of your eight comics yeah. that you've uh, written down. Right. This is the start of your eight movies. I know, I'm so good, I don't have to do any research for, like... <laughs> A year almost. It's so, it's so boring and sad. It me. I'm just flying off the, the off the cuff. cuff. Yeah, you're off the handle. And I'm just like, I don't know what I'm doing until the day I do it. Okay, well, here. Maybe okay. I'll do it this way. No, you, you pick your list. I, I've got my eight, and maybe if something wants to interject in between, it could be like a 4.5. Oh, open? Yeah. Okay. But the, the, An open relationship with you and your list? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> this one is a film that I know nothing about. Other than I read the synopsis and it looked good. <laughs> I have no idea the director or the actors or the writer or anything. But it's called Goliath. And it's not about like the biblical uh, characters. It's, do me tell you what it's about? Or, uh, uh, give me... It's about a kitty cat. It's about a kitty cat. All right. Goliath. Uh, kids movie? No. Not a, oh, not a kid's movie. Okay, well then. Uh, intrigued, yeah. I guess. So, uh, all right. And I can get it from Netflix? Yeah, okay. it's on Netflix. Yeah. All right. And you too, the listener, can get it on Netflix and join us. Goliath. Spelled G O L I A T H. Standard. The traditional one. Standard. standard. Okay. Good dear. Uh, all of a sudden, I like had smoker's voice. All of a sudden, I had emphysema. <laughs> <clears throat> well, you did have a pack before you uh, we did the show, but, that, but that's I usually just do do a that during the break anyway, so uh, it's yeah, not yeah. really a big deal. No, we did take the break earlier, maybe. Uh, oh, that's yeah, why. Yeah, yeah, I need another one. My bronchial lobes yeah. are activated or whatever. They're not lubricated with smoke. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> my my philia are not erect, but that's the only thing. Oh. Hello. <laughs> All right, I think this does it for us. Yeah, yeah. forever. Uh, for this episode. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy 2010. 2010. 2010, the year we contact. The year we watch contact, because I will pick it eventually. Uh, all right. All right. Maybe you know that. Ooh, really? Uh, I don't know. I just... Conaghy? It's... You gotta live in Conaghy. I, I don't, really don't. Really? I really don't. <laughs> He's so sexy. Uh, yeah, but, you know, I just, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, uh, Jodie Foster, yeah. Can't get wrong with Foster. Oh, you can. What was that movie we watched with the plane, the airplane when she was... Flight Plan. Yeah, that looked bad. That was awful. Yeah. Yeah. I only saw, like, five minutes of it, but... As did I. It looked bad. You saw the exact same five minutes I did. (laughs) Well, this one has no Jodie Foster in it. Or Matthew McConaughey. Or Matthew McConaughey. He doesn't play the kitty cat. <laughs> no, the the cat's voice is done by Carl Sagan, though. Sweet. It was the last thing he did. 
Uh, before we go, uh, since you, you say that your, your girlfriend is going to be listening. Probably. Uh, her animals are awesome. Oh, yeah. Went over to her house for New Year's, and she got a little cat, a little dog. Little dog jumped on me, you know, like as little dogs tend to do. Yeah. And cats, you know, they're, they're cats. They don't really give a shit about anything or anyone. <laughs> as soon as I walk in the door, a fucking thing jumps on my shoulder. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Fucking amazing. And he barks like a monkey. Yes, he does. Or squeals like a monkey. Squeaks. Yeah, squeaks. Like yeah, sure. Yeah, good. Yeah, they're they're cool. I like them. Yeah. Awesome. So this show is dedicated to Betty and Pearl. Betty and Pearl. All right. All right. Let's get out of here. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. Guttertrash can be downloaded at www.guttertrash.net, iTunes, Podcast Alley, and FeedBurner. You can also find us at myspace.com slash guttertrash underscore net, seanborn.net, and buyerbewarecomics.blogspot.com. Contact us at eric at guttertrash.net or jason at guttertrash.net. Thank you for listening to Guttertrash. We'll see you next time.